Welcome back to another episode of Rabanos and Crossovers. I'm your host, Rohan, here with, as always, AJ. So, as most of you would know, since you guys all keep up with sports, not a lot of groundbreaking news per se. So, today we're just going to be going over a bunch of topics which we think are notable, something that we think could be fun to talk about. And yeah, let's start off with, I think, the biggest or the most controversial one, which is Zidane and Bale. Facts. You 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 must know what happened there, right? Yeah, I saw the the quote where basically someone asked about Bale's future or whatever yeah. or why he wasn't playing in one of the friendlies, I guess. And he's like, "Oh, we're we 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 very close to getting uh, Bale." Leaving. Say it in French. Nous sommes très près à. Or I don't. You know. don't know French. Go back. Oh, shut up! I know French. Bale <laughs> très près de sortir Real Madrid et um, ça c'est pourquoi. Il ne joue pas parce que il va. Il est une bombe. Non, il n'est pas. Il est une banane. Non. Oui. Non. Okay, let's get out of French. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. In case anyone's curious, I did not call him a banana. In slang, uh, banana means butthead. And if you disagree with me, it was in the subtitles for Back to the Future. <clears throat> wow. So yeah, <laughs> I'm at. Regardless, I think um, it's moments like this where uh, I'm proud to be a Barca fan because, uh, what's what's it called? Like l- recently, I talked about how I, upset I was that we're going with this Galactico type mentality. Da da da. Speaking I, of that, yeah, you see uh, Chavi Simons, or however you say his name. I assume it's like Xavi Simeone. He's something. like he's like Dutch, I believe. Yeah, he got yeah. poached from Barca to PSG. He was supposed to be like one of the big things in. Congrats, guys. He was good supposed job. to be like one of the biggest things in La Masea. Do you feel good about yourself? I feel excellent about myself. Yeah, okay, send Neymar. We're send. waiting. You can have him. <laughs> no, I don't know why PSG is being this dumb. <laughs> Just give him, bro. Like he's not doing anything. Did you before we move on to anything? Did you see the new PSG kit? They posted a picture of it with Neymar. In case you guys don't know what this looks like, it's like an all, it's like a reddish orange color. And it was really funny because they had Neymar in it. And the first thing that I thought of was it was like a prison jumpsuit. <laughs> this man just tried to leave, you're not letting him. And I'm like, oh my god, bro, just sell the dude. Oh, there was another cut like that where they were showing the new jerseys. Yeah. And they gave, like, the players, like, tossed Oh, the tossed jersey. a ball. Oh, tossed a jersey and then Neymar threw it into the trash. Yeah, 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 it was a funny edit. Regardless, back to my point. Yeah. <clears throat> Barca, whatever I was saying, too many purchases, not enough growth. Zidane is, like, amazing at fostering youth and all that. Like, that's last episode go check it out but moments like this like when you think back to the way Casillas left the club when you think back to the way Pepe left the club when you think back to the way Ronaldo yeah even Ronaldo like even when you look at the way that Kaylor Navas has been treated exactly it's it's I don't know oh even the fans bro like the fans are a little disrespectful with some of these guys you know what I mean like I'd say it's more on um I guess you can call them management or just ownership. You know what I mean? Like Florentino Perez. Uh, but yeah, that part's disgusting. Like, look at us, bro. We're in Japan and we're like piping it up with, with Iniesta and Villa and uh, Sergi Samper. I don't know how he got himself on 
Vizel, Kobe, Vizel, however you want to pronounce it. Yeah. But yeah, um, it's moments like that where I'm like, okay, this is more than a club. And Madrid, I, I don't get it. Bill, yes, wasn't everything that he was hyped up to be, but since when is any like player from when any anyone that's been hyped up by the British press, you know what I mean? Although not British, he's Welsh, and they overhyped him like every other British Welsh player. Welsh is in Britain. The Wales is <clears throat> in Britain. Isn't the UK? I, I sorry, I don't mean like England, England. I meant like yes, it's part of the United Kingdom, but I'm talking like so English media. Yeah. 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 Regardless. Uh, I'm talking to an honorary Brit here. You get it. You better get it right. Facts. <clears throat> it's just he wants to leave he wants to leave but you can't but he's not trying to leave he might it's been very the people have been it's all over the place like, what, what is this his agent keeps saying about oh if he can't leave he'll just enjoy playing golf here <laughs> like yo no one cares okay like we get it you golf but that's just not what you should be saying you gotta make your intentions clear do you want to stay or do you want to leave you know like figure it out yeah and there's got to be better communication amongst the team. And it's just, I, I don't know, it's it's really weird. Yeah, because obviously Bale and his representatives would have had a response. <clears throat> Basically calls the Dan a disgrace. Yep. Said that you can't be treating legends like that. And honestly, yeah, I do agree with you. In the sense that, especially someone like Bale, who obviously we know what he's done for the club. Yes, he was hyped up to be... Like, back in 2014, 13, around that eight time, people were comparing him to Neymar, basically legitimately saying, Bale is better than Neymar. Obviously, now you look at it, that's clearly not the case. That will never be the case anymore. Yep. But, obviously, he had his moments. He won four Champions Leagues with the club. He and won two of them were on him. Yeah. Like, don't forget, Ronaldo went missing for a lot of those finals. Yeah. But Bale... The first one, like in 2014, and the other one where he had that screamer. Yeah, the that 20, absolute... 2017. Was it 20, 2018? Yeah. 2018 against Liverpool. Yeah, he had two, two goals. Yeah. yeah. Bro, but that... First off, I don't understand how Ronaldo's uh, like over, overhead kick, his bicycle kick, uh, won like goal of the year. Bale's was clearly better. Like, Ronaldo jumped a little higher, but Bale got... the shot like top corner Ronaldo just got it into the side Bales was from a further distance and it was in the finals yeah he got so disrespected there like I was dumbfounded at the like lack of attention he was getting for that goal people were saying the Mandzukic one from the year like before was better which is a lie yeah I don't remember the Mandzukic goal too well but no, that was a that was a great goal. I think that Bale obviously is he what he used to be in terms of the caliber of a player? No, I think that injuries did him a great disservice in removing his ability to be as effective as he was before. Is he still a world class winger? I think so. It shows I, an international play more. It shows than an international play. It shows when you rely on him the most in crunch moments like the Champions League finals, how he is reliable. Also, he, he's a lot more uh, central internationally, though. So yeah. some people will say that might be it, but yeah. whatever. I think that Bale, like, if he gets the new scenery of place, yeah, he's like 29 or 30. So he's not exact. He's on the wrong side, or he's around the wrong side of 30, yes. But I still think that he definitely does have the ability to still keep playing very good, high-quality footy. The thing is, too, yeah, but he's past his peak. Yeah. You know what I mean? So obviously, though, if you're 
anywhere, like a, from the fans to like ownership, you're siding with Zidane on this because Zidane has so much to offer still, and he's done so much more right than wrong. Yeah, like you gotta take Zidane's side here. Like, I I don't think it's that simple though. I think that you take Zidane's side in the sense that he's not playing Bale because he has better things in mind. Yeah. And I fully recognize that. I'm not going to take Zidane's side in the sense in the way in which he's approached it. I don't for, think for it's sure. acceptable, regardless of your relationship and what you think about the player, to publicly humiliate him like that. Because that ruins his reputation and his marketability and his value when other people see that your former coach was bashing you the way that he was. For sure. I don't side with Zidane on that. I think that he is a phenomenal manager. I think that he does a very, very lots of very good things with the Madrid squad because you obviously saw how they dropped off. Partly, a large part due to Ronaldo, another part due to their hole in the like, managing section. Yeah, I'm but, saying more Zidane than Ronaldo, but still. Even yeah, I like. I think that Zidane is obviously you take Zidane over Bale, but I don't think that it's like if you side with Zidane, you have to side with him on this situation. Nope. I think that I side with Zidane on most parts in terms of him not using Bale, but I definitely am on. I guess you could call it like Team Bale or siding with Gareth Bale because this was clearly not what he should have been doing. You know what's crazy though? What? <clears throat> People are stupid. I mean, yeah. Because okay. It's moments like these where you just realize numbers are a complete lie when it comes to sports. Because, mm-hmm. yo, people were coming to Bale's rescue. And again, like I said, you got to give him a lot of credit for coming in through for two of those four Champions League leagues. Which is something like I don't even think Ronaldo can say, right? Yeah. But there were people posting Zidane versus Bale numbers. Oh, they yeah, I saw that. Essentially the same number of games, but Bale has more goals, assists, and trophies than Zidane. Yo, it doesn't work that way. Yeah. Just you. Yeah. Listen, I don't think that's an indictment, and I feel like this is a really weird argument I'm making. That's not an indictment on numbers. That's an indictment on context. Because Zidane was a that's midfielder. An indictment on those Madrid fans. Yeah. I'm. 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 I know. I'm, this isn't an official call out. We're not there, but I'm calling them out. You know what? I'm I'm bringing down the fan base even more. Madrid fans, you can get out. All a bunch of dumb, dirty Spanish. And most of them aren't even Spanish. AJ's views do not represent the views <laughs> of Ramones and crossovers. Let me just make that. Uh, let me just make that clear. Like I was watching this one. Bunch of fanboys yeah, down in Richmond right. Green. Fake North American wannabe football players. Right. You, you're nothing. All right, now now it's really just my mom who's listening on. Well, listening in. <laughs> we've alien- I think we've even alienated your brother at this point. Like by the end of this episode, you would have basically. I think at the end of this episode, the only viewers are going to be me and you. And I think by the end of next episode, it's only going to be you because you're going to do something which alienates me. And I'm one of the hosts. Anyone named Rohan, I'm oh. calling you up. Oh no! Oh man! All right, looks like we're done here, guys. Great podcast. I'll see you next week, if ever. No, anyways, obviously, numbers, I don't think numbers you blame there. I think that you just blame context. Zidane's obviously a midfielder, Bale's a winger, and no one's arguing. No one who knows the game argues that Zidane is not as good of a player as Bale. Everyone clearly knows Zidane is clearly better. Zidane's like a top 10 player of all time in my eyes. I'd say top five. Yeah, we differed there, but... I definitely don't think that the way that he treated Bale is correct. I think that Bale's response was irrational and reasonable. Let's move on. All right. Uh, so 
Tim Duncan is the new assistant coach for the San Antonio Spurs. Yes. Uh, what do you think? Great basketball-wise, terrible franchise-wise. Why? Um, I think it just further reinforces Pop's stay. And he hasn't slipped off. I'm not saying he has. I don't know if he ever will. Maybe the only thing that will ever cause him to slip off is like his health getting bad. And as a result, him just not being mentally and physically uh, like energized enough to do what he has to do. But he, the Spurs will have to move on from him. Yeah. And I think once they move on from him, they have to really move on from him. Like they, they, they can't. The worst thing you can do is try and hold on to something good that existed, but without being able to genuinely replicate it. And I don't think anyone will be able to replicate what Pop does. Having people like Duncan will just cause the Spurs that when inevitably like the Popovich period is over, they're going to desperately try and hold on and they can't reinvent themselves. I, th I think that's an issue. And on top of that, Popovich already has a lot of like uh suspicious i guess you could call it influence like especially going back to the Kawhi thing oh like just, tony parker and manu and yeah and like, like just ha like dictating things through players i think having duncan just creates more uh indirect uh friction like or potential for indirect friction you know what i mean so I think basketball-wise, though, it's actually great. Like, I think it's a phenomenal move. Um, but uh, the non-basketball aspects of it, something rubbed me the wrong way when I when I saw that. Yeah, so I think that... Oh, I agree with you in the basketball context. I think is really useful. I think that he can teach a lot of the young guys and even the current like stars on the team, like DeRozan and Aldridge. While they may not be very receptive in terms of, not receptive per se, but like picking up the skills in which he teaches, I think that is still definitely a good leadership, uh, like mentoring. Yeah. Um, I think that is still, like, I think it's a good move in that regard. I think in terms of the influence, like, Pop is almost 70, right? Yeah. And I think that the Spurs, I think that what you would say would make sense if the Spurs were becoming obsolete in terms of their method of coaching. But I don't think they are. I still think that Pop is definitively the best me uh, the best head coach in the NBA. Yeah. I think that he's done a great job in adapting to the current situation when you had, like, the, obviously it's very, the way the game is played now is very different to the way that the game was played in the late 90s to the way the game was played in the, like, in the 2000s to obviously now when it's very three-point centric, a lot of pace, less contact on defense. And Pop has adapted very well on that. And I think the best person that you could bring in is someone who's been fostered in that environment to play the way that he has. I think that Tim Duncan in general just doesn't seem like a very confrontational person. I think that in terms of like the basketball, it's definitely a smart move. I think in terms of like the legacy or the franchise, I still like, like, is there room for disaster or for conflict to arise? I completely agree with you there. But I definitely do think that it is like, it can still be a really good move for them. Mm-hmm. No, agreed, I guess. Yeah, agreed. It's just... Man, I, it, it's only been two seasons, mm -hmm. but Spurs still haven't picked themselves up after that Kawhi debacle. Yeah, but... And there really isn't anyone to blame there other than... Pop? Yeah. And, like, I guess the medical staff, but, but yeah. still, like... 
we'll see. Nothing's we'll see. gonna get any easier for them next year, especially because of like yeah, when you compare like every single team in the West that is vying for the playoffs has a legitimate duo. I can see San Antonio not making the playoffs next year. Yeah, well, like, I mean, Demar and Aldridge is the duo. Yeah, I'm but, just I'm gonna run through duos and their teams and tell me what you think about them. Sure. Obviously, Kawhi, Paul, George, they're yeah. a given. Yeah. LeBron, AD are a given. Yeah. Steph and Clay are a given. Yeah. Russ and Harden are a given, which that partnership I'm actually warming up to a lot more. Yeah. I think it's actually gonna be good. Told you, I'm excited just for the fun of it. I not even for the fun it. of it. I think that the reason why I'm excited for it, I think the reason why this would work is because Russ is 30, James Harden is like 29. I think both of them realize that whoever they've been paired with has not worked, and this is effectively their last, this year and potentially next year, are their final chances at ever winning a championship unless they're old and they get a ring like how David West got one with the Warriors. Wait, 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 wait. Okay, first off, the only person Harden has ever really been paired with was CP3. What about Dwight? Nah, I don't think that was on Harden. Dwight has just, like, really been not himself no, since no, his no. injuries. No, no, no. I, I fully, like, I'm not saying that Harden was the reason that Dwight and Harden didn't work out. But I'm saying that both of them have played with elite-level talents when yeah. they had them. Obviously, you had CP3 and you had... Dwight. Russ obviously has played with basically every single good player in the league. Well, like, that's what I'm saying. I don't know. Maybe I'm just misinterpreting what you're saying, but yeah. the way you made it sound like was, wow, I had all these chances and I messed it up. I gotta take this one seriously. No, no, no. That's not what I'm trying to say. I'm okay, just saying good. they have had chances in the past that didn't work out. Okay. I'm not blaming either of them for it. Okay. I mean, you can make the argument that Russ is to blame for a lot of the things in which happened to the OKC team, but yeah. that's not the argument I'm making. I'm saying both of them are approaching, at least Russ is definitely approaching the tail end of his prime. Yeah. He has, I say, two good years where he still are playing at a similar level this season and the next. Yep. Harden obviously is more of a skills player. He has a little bit longer. I think both of them now know that this is their final opportunity to win a championship. Just age-wise, basically. Yeah, just age-wise. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. And I think because of that, they're going, like, people are saying, oh, they're, like, they've, yeah, they played together when they were, like, babies in the league. But they're obviously two very different players. They're both high, highly dominant. But I think that none of that matters. They because didn't even play that much together. Yeah. Like, Harden was the no, second year. My, my point is, is that when you look at their teams, both of them were very high-usage players because they had to be high-usage players. Yes. Russ was high-usage since Kevin Durant left. And even when KD was there because... All, like. And this is definitely a, like a hot take, I guess. But those OKC teams were not as good as people were claiming them to be. Oh, also people, people, <clears throat> maybe looking back, they're saying this in retrospect. But at the time, especially because I, I actually have family in OKC. Yeah. Not many people were complaining about Russ's usage rate. Exactly. This is so like 2016, 17, 18. Yeah. Of like, you know, when people just hear one thing in analytics but and run with it. But they were questioning his decision-making yeah. late in games. That's so, yeah, no, I think you have a really valid point. Like, they, if, they not, if they're not demanded to have a high usage, then they don't have to be. Yeah. They just have to be smart and, you know, in, in high leverage yeah. moments. And I think that both of those guys, as I keep saying, recognize this is their last chance. Yep. I think they'll make sacrifices in their game to better accommodate one another. I think that when you have... Because, again, obviously, you had Paul George 
Russ and Paul George could potentially do something that got broken up. You not have Harden. This is very clearly Russ's last chance as a main player. Same yeah. with Harden. I don't see how you because f- there's no way you're going to flip Russ. That contract, like, CP3's contract was so bad, or Russ's contract was so bad, the only person who was willing to trade for it was Houston to get rid of Chris Paul, who was the worst contract in basketball. Maybe even the worst contract in actually okay, I mean, Chandler Parsons is worse, and like, you obviously have people like that, but in terms of what you're paying the guy, in terms of what he's supposed to be, I think CP3 had the worst contract. This is their last chance. I think they'll make the necessary sacrifices to better accommodate each other. They'll know who is going to sacrifice more to, for, so they're able to take the shots that they feel are required in terms of clutch time, in terms of yeah, in terms of clutch time, late in fourth quarters, that kind of thing. I think they'll know who to defer to. If Russ defers to Harden, if Harden defers to Russ, if they both defer to Clint Capella, I don't know. I mean, I doubt that to be the case, but I think they'll make the proper decisions. Anyways, let's get back to it cool. in terms of if the Spurs might make the playoffs. So obviously we have four duos at this point. Uh, I don't know. We're at five, I'd say. Uh, Are we not? Well, I'll read them out. Clippers duo. Yes. So Lakers duo. Yes. Warriors duo. Yes. Rockets duo. Yes. All right. So those are four right there. Okay, never mind. Nuggets. Nuggets. No, no, no. Nuggets will be better. No, I'm saying it's more than a duo. Oh, yeah. yeah but, but like yeah. Jokic Nuggets. and Murray. Yeah. Definitely. That's five teams already. Trailblazers. Trailblazers. CP and... Sorry, not CP. CJ. Uh, CJ and Dame. Definitely yeah. going to be there. That's already six teams right there. Uh, who else is going to be in the playoff picture? Mavericks. Ooh, playoff picture. We got to see how quickly Porzingis comes back. I, he should be back for training. No, no, no. I mean like... Oh, back to what he was? Yes. Oh, yes. I don't know about that. But if he returns to what he was back in... New York, yeah. sometime in the beginning of the season, I think they'll make the playoffs. Oh, perhaps. Yeah. No. Obviously, like you have this, uh, you obviously have the Spurs in there. They could potentially be an eighth seed. Yeah. But I'm trying to think. One of the teams that I just mentioned, oh yeah, OKC completely falls out of the picture. Sacramento. Oh, Sacramento <laughs> potentially as well. I think the Mavs have more than they do, unfortunately, because I love De'Aaron Fox, but yeah. Yeah, but Sacramento could potentially squeeze it. Hopefully. Like, a lot of these teams have the potential to be able to squeeze into the playoffs. Like, it's, it's a very deep... Con- like, yeah. I don't know, this is obviously a very big hypothetical, but if somehow Andrew Wiggins becomes suddenly motivated to try really hard in basketball, along with Carl Anthony Towns, they could potentially make the playoffs. In theory. <laughs> in the, yeah, theoretically, it's a complete hypothetical, but... Oh, come on, Andrew, just work. Uh, no, this man pinky promised people saying I'll work and he didn't. Don't worry, don't worry, we got RJ now. We don't talk about Wiggins, we got RJ. Oh, yeah. Anyways, so Duncan to the Spurs, I think it's a good move. Basketball wise and franchise wise. Yeah, for sure. I agree that one. Uh, we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. All right, third topic. Timmy D. The uh, Team USA basketball. A lot of players are dropping out. And so as of right now, we have Bradley Beal, Anthony Davis, Eric Gordon for some. Reason. Yeah. James Harden, Tobias Harris, uh, Damian Lillard, Kevin Love, CJ McCollum, and Paul Millsap. Some of these players, understandably, are dropping out, right? Yeah. Obviously, AD, 
obviously Harden, obviously I say Dame, and Bradley Beal. Some of these other players, like, why is Eric Gordon dropping out? Why is Tobias Harris dropping out? I think it's pretty straightforward, actually. People are making a bigger deal of this than need be. Um, they think they can win. Also, people are overlooking the fact that this tournament is starting later than it has in previous yeah. years. Um, on top of that, uh, I think the ramifications of Paul George breaking his leg is still has like rippling effects throughout international basketball. Um, in the USA, I'd say. Well, yeah. I, I mean, like, playing in international oh, yeah. basketball, like, from a U.S. perspective. Uh, but not, not even. Ben Simmons isn't playing. Uh, there was a Canadian... I believe Andrew Wiggins. No, no, Tristan like Thompson. Yeah, uh, okay, yeah, Tristan. Fine, who cares? Really, they're both. They're both bumps. Bro, this is terrible representation on our part. Yeah. Is RJ playing? Yeah. All right. <laughs> I think RJ's playing. All right. I think Jamal um, Murray's playing. Corey Joseph. What about our boy Anthony Bennett? I think. I mean, I think <laughs> he might be in the squad. I don't actually know. No way. No way. He I mean, he's play. playing for the Rockets right now. So. Jeez. Yeah. No, I'm really. I'm rooting for him. He should not have been anywhere near the first round pick, first overall pick in the 2013 draft. Yeah. But he just seems like one of those guys. I don't know his character or him at all. But based on everything he's been through, he didn't make it in the G League. He didn't make it here. He didn't even make it in Europe when he played for a Turkish team, Fenerbahce. Did you go play for big three? Wait, Fenerbahce? Yeah. Fenerbahce. I, I really want to see him get some quality minutes. I really am rooting for him. But anyways... Um, I got I got a shout out for the end of the episode. All right, the current to. people who have agreed to play, as of right now, are Harrison Barnes, Andre Drummond, Kyle Kuzma. Harrison Barnes is set for life. Okay, he could break both <laughs> yeah. his legs and be paralyzed, and he's good. Yeah, he's good. Harrison Barnes, Andre Drummond, Kyle Kuzma, Brooke Lopez, Kuzma, Kyle Lowry, Chris Middleton, Donovan you know, Mitchell. You know? Get to that. Okay. Jason Tatum, PJ Tucker, Miles My- Turner, Kemba. Yeah. And then other people who have been, uh, who are also agreed to participate in training camp are Jalen Brown, Montrez Harold, Mason Plumley, Julius Randle, Marcus Smart, and Thaddeus Young. <clears throat> this is what I'm going to say. Uh, one, a lot of those people uh, might just be trying to make friends. You know what I mean? Like yeah. powerful basketball friends. Um, two, they want to play under pop. Um, three, they want the brand exposure. Uh, four, I think FIBA is just part of the problem. You know what I mean? Like when, when I hear FIBA. But who cares about FIBA? Exactly. I don't even think like. like I, <sighs> Bro, you think basketball? You think either NBA or if you're like one of the three people in Europe who supports the EuroLeague. You think EuroLeague. Or, or at least Olympic basketball. I don't know yeah. why Olympic basketball is so much more hype than FIBA, but it is. It's actually sick. It's so much better than FIBA. Whereas, like, no one cares about Olympic soccer. They care about the FIFA World Cup. Yeah. Uh, maybe, maybe it might possibly just be the name. Because when you hear FIBA, you literally think someone misspelled FIFA. So, I think they just need to completely rebrand themselves. But I mean, even if people rebrand, like, the difference between, like, I don't think that the FIBA World Cup will ever become anything because there's no way it's ever going to be viewed as like... Here's the thing. If players are dropping out because they think... Let me put it like this. No, not a single player in footy would ever drop out of their squad for the FIFA World Cup 
because they thought that they could potentially win either the Champions League or their own league. Yeah. Nobody, the best players, would not even <clears throat> dare. No but one cares saying, about this. I don't even care about that. I'm saying, why is FIBA seen less than the Olympics? At the very least, that's the one. I think, I think, it's the allure of that dream team. There's a narrative to it. There's a bit of prestige to it. The dream team is associated with the Olympics, not FIBA. Even though, like, I'm pretty sure they competed in both. Like, yeah. I, I don't know what the timeline was because a lot of them were on the tail end of their careers, etc., etc. Whatever. But you get my point. So people want that gold medal. People want to go to the Olympics because it's actually sick going into Olympic City, meeting all these athletes, you know, getting a chill with Usain Bolt and Michael Phelps. And you, you know what I mean? Yeah, like this. Also. FIBA, <laughs> no one cares. Yeah. Um, In terms of one player, I actually kind of want to talk about Kyle Lowry. Yeah. And his inclusion. Big butt. Yeah. Um, obviously he had thumb surgery. He should be ready for this. I think that the reason why he's playing in this is he's trying to build up his Hall of Fame resume. Ooh, that's, I didn't think about that. I think that's why. Yeah. Because he's going to be, he's 33 turning 34 next year. His team is, obviously the Raptors, as much as this sucks, are not doing anything next year. In fact, they're not real contenders or contenders whatsoever. Yeah. So I guess, yeah, he does have the ability. But obviously, this doesn't make a lot of sense trying to be ready for this if you're having, like, thumb surgery. Especially because you played with a messed up hand for the entirety of the Eastern Conference Finals and the entire NBA Finals. I think he's doing this because he wants... Because the Basketball World Cup is two things. One, it's a basketball world... uh, Sorry, Basketball Hall of Fame. Is two things. One, it's a basketball Hall of Fame, not an NBA Hall of Fame. And two, it is really easy compared to other Hall of Fames to get into. Like with football, it's a lot more selective. And for you to get into the Hall of Fame, you really have to be a phenomenal player. Yeah. In basketball, it's not like that. Yeah. You can be basically anybody who had a good career and you can be in the NBA Hall of Fame. Like, for example, and I know I get branded as a complete hater of this guy, but like Kyrie Irving has a 62-63% chance of making it to the Hall of Fame. Same with Paul George. In any respect whatsoever, what have either of these guys done to warrant being in the Hall of Fame? Kyrie has more than PG. But or, what on. have either... Like, when you think of... Kyrie Hall- has Rookie of the Year. Okay. He has... Two-time All-NBA. Yeah. All right. He also has, like, a di- like one of the most memorable finals wins. Okay. And, he, and he's, like, a five-time All-Star, I'm right? just saying, more than Paul George. More That's than Paul George. But, like, when you think of Hall of Fame, you should think of Michael Jordan, Hakeem Olajuwon, Larry Bird. Like, the best of the best of the best I don't want to think of... Mitch Richmond, or although he was a phenomenal player, Tracy McGrady. Yeah. Like, these guys are very good players. They are not Hall of Fame quality players. So on that, that's like my own little take on the Hall of Fame. I think it needs to be a lot more selective. Because making the Hall of Fame in basketball is not nearly as impactful. Like, you can even make the argument as to why Yao Ming is in the Hall of Fame. Yo, you know what? I just want to put this out there before I forget. Because this guy is Hall of Fame discussion. Uh... I know it's not the Olympics, but I was reading an article. Melo? Yes. Yes. No, Melo definitely... Sh- Melo... Mel- no, I'm talking about the international team. 
Oh, yeah. Pull up, bro. It'll be lit. I want him to wear an international Team USA hoodie. Start banking threes in FIBA. Yo, it'll be sick. It'll be sick. Melo, Melo will make the Hall of Fame. That's I need that, yo. I need yeah. it. Anyways, so my point that I'm making is, it's a it. basketball Hall of Fame. So I think Kyle Lowry, in his resume right now, is a five-time All-Star. He is a one-time All-NBA third-team player. He is an, obviously an NBA champion. Yes. He was a part of the squad that ended a dynasty first squad, uh, first team. Doesn't he have a record. gold medal too? He has an Olympic gold medal. Yeah. I don't know about his other accomplishments in international competitions, but if you have an Olympic gold medal and you have a FIBA World Cup gold medal, I think that both the, I think that, I think that the gold medal in the World Cup enhances his standing and his percentage because now that is an extra thing that he's won in his career exactly. that enhances his ability or his resume or his application to get into the hall of fame yeah okay. i think that's why he's doing it that's smart i didn't think about it that way i like that take yeah um, regardless i need mellow okay yeah mellow i need him yeah i don't want him i need him yeah i don't know why demar pulled out though i don't know because in terms of Hall of Fame, maybe maybe he just didn't want to be with Lowry, but yeah, and play basketball with him because it would hurt his soul too much. Yeah, because he'll miss the good old days. Okay, I don't <laughs> think it's that. But in terms of Demar, I would say that if you can take it, maybe he just doesn't want twelve months worth of Popovich. Oh, facts, man. No, who would yeah, I know. I'm playing. I'm yeah. playing. But no, I think that. He needs to win a chip if he wants to even be considered Hall of Fame. Yeah. Wait. Needs a chip. Who? Demar. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. He guaranteed needs a chip if he wins. <coughs> My bad. If he wins a chip, he'd probably be Finals MVP on the and Spurs squad. Scoring title. Yeah, I think he could do it. If he wasn't on the Spurs, he could do it. He was fifth in 2017 because he averaged 27 a game. Yeah, yeah. He was second to Russ. He was like uh, fifth to Russ because like I think. Harden, LeBron, uh, AD, and Russ. Sorry, no, not AD. It was like Harden. Curry? No, no, no. What, it was like, year? it was Harden, Russ, Isaiah, and oh, I think either year. AD okay. or LeBron who were ahead of him because he was fifth in all, he was fifth in the scoring title. Because yeah. Russ put up like 30, Harden was like 29, Demar was like 27. Uh-huh. Yeah, I think that obviously he needs that. Is it not Kawhi? No, nah, bro. Kawhi scored his most points this season. He put up like twenty five or twenty six. Kawhi's not been a known as scorer for the last, unless except for the last. Yeah, no, years. but I was just trying to think back to that twenty sixteen, like before the injury, because he started scoring a lot more. Well, it, to be fair, it was more playoffs. So yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Next topic. Cool. More topics. Uh, Asensio's injury. Topic. Oh. Okay. Never mind. So, what do you think about that? Um. Yeah, Bale isn't looking too bad now, is he? Huh? <laughs> that's what I that's what I gotta say about that. Uh, just it is what it is. Um, obviously Zidane, I think would have this would have been a good season for Asensio because uh, those two seem to really click together. Uh, there would have been a bigger role for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he would have flourished during the league especially um 
I honestly, yeah, it's just injuries, bro. There's nothing you can really say or do about him. It's a shame, I guess, for yeah. him and for Madrid fans. But uh, yeah, in case anyone doesn't know, Marco Asensio won a friendly against, against, I believe, Arsenal. Tore his ACL. Yup. So he's out for the next at least half year. I would sit him out the entire year. I don't really know why you need him. You still got Isco. You still got Hazard who can hold the fort down in the left wing position very well. Yeah. I think that they're still set there. Uh, oh, they got... We didn't talk about this kid last time. Um, or maybe we did, and I can't remember. When we were going through the Madrid uh, transfers and the young guys, uh, did we talk about that Japanese kid? Oh, the Messi kid. Don't call him that. They call... Like, that's what Barcelona people were calling him. The next Messi. No, the Japanese Messi. Not, they're fake fans, okay? I mean, that's... I think, what I'm attacking the Barcelona fan base, too, now, I think okay? That's what, I think Let's what, just, that's what management was calling him. Well, whatever. I don't care. Management involves when I hear management, I think Valverde, and I immediately, boom, incompetence, okay? So let's pump the brakes there a little bit. Let's not, screw it. We're not even pumping the brakes. I want you to floor it, activate ABS, okay? I want you to push the brakes so hard that you start hydroplaning, assuming there's water. If not, just skirting, okay? Let's stop, drop, roll, and not not say that uh but yes he is there too for development and offensive prowess and depth and rotation i don't even know his name but if zidane likes him i'm scared of him who are you talking about again? the japanese kid oh oh japanese messi no no i will flip the table right now if need be we don't we put respect on Messi's name and Ronaldo's name. He's not Japanese Ronaldo either. No one there is no Alright fine, I'll call him Japanese Penaldo. Not even. Not even. Like you're insulting Ronaldo there too. I'm not gonna stand for that because I You're sitting right now, so you clearly will. Then I'm gonna stand, okay? And I mean, now I'm gonna just... sit so I don't stand for that. Alright? I just got you there, did that. Nah, I had to I actually just fully tricked you there. I said you're sitting and then you stood so you're technically standing for what I was saying and then you sat down for that brief moment you agreed with what I said you just played yourself my response to that it doesn't even matter what your response is my response to that is whether I'm sitting or standing I can still kick your ass Next that, topic. That, that, next topic. Yo, just wait. I have my bodyguard coming in tomorrow. Next topic. On a side note, uh, I swear to God, if you bring up, or just keep going. Let's see where this goes. So we have a friend named George. Okay. And uh, George messaged me last week. Sure. Because he was here. He's like, "Yo, uh, does Armand have boxing gloves?" I don't, but I would love to spar. George. That's exactly what he wanted to do. He's like, "Yo, I want to spar." I'm like, "Yo, he's in he's in Waterloo right now." He's like, "Damn, there's nothing to do here." Damn. I'm like, "I know." The one, because you're, this man, AJ, is trying to fight literally every single person he's met. No, no, and the no, one guy no, who no, said, no, I will fight no. him, AJ was not in the vicinity to do so. Yeah, it sucks. It's complete. Yo, okay, this is what I'm saying. George, I don't even know. You know what? No, I'll put this here. Okay, I'll give a brief, brief explanation of my martial arts repertoire. Because oh my we, God, might, please don't. we might talk about some UFC stuff no, next episode, don't. okay? No, long story short, I started karate and then through like my instructors and just people who I trained with who did other types of martial arts as well, I added like elements of jujitsu, jiu-jitsu, Brazilian jujitsu, 
touch of wrestling, touch of kickboxing, like the fundamentals, and I'm trying to round myself as a mixed martial artist. My point being, I am not a pure boxer. I like using my legs, I like kicking. I have a very long and bladed stance, okay? So I would love to box someone like George, who's only been doing boxing for two years now, maybe two, three, three years. years, exactly. So that's actually a good number of years. And he has real boxing. Me, it's just- But I'm, I don't know if he's actually been keeping up with it while he's been at university. It, whatever, I still like the challenge. You know, I would love to see how I adapt with those like 12 ounce gloves on, cause I'm used to like very light, you know, uh, like the sparring gloves that I use. And, Whatever, I, I'm curious, you know? I like mixing styles, I like MMA, I like <clears throat> I like talking about that stuff, and maybe well, it'll come to Rabonas and Crossover someday. On a side note, I just, I've, all throughout this podcast, I've been thinking about what I was gonna eat for dinner. Okay. I got it. Food? I'm gonna make myself some eggs and pancakes. Wow. I know. It's invented. Anyways, <laughs> final topic. <laughs> all right. It hurt. It hurt. <clears throat> Indeed. It hurt a lot. A lot. Didn't even, like it seemed real and it didn't seem real at the same time. Yeah, hey, at least I know where to put my hate. Where? And my frustration. Uh, yo, I told you. Nick I don't. Ner- Nick I Nurse. Anyway, before we allude to what we're saying, Kawhi and Paul George were officially announced and revealed as Lakers, uh, <clears throat> sorry, Clippers players yesterday. And uh, Steve Ballmer was quote unquote fired up. Just give me whatever you're on, man. I could use that. I loved the way he said fired up, bro. It was, I'm pumped. Stand up. Yeah. Starts clapping. I want more. More noise. There's a bunch of little kids in a rec center. Poor guys had no idea what was coming. Bro, these men are trying to ball. They end up getting this, like, this big, like, it's like, bro, they're probably just thinking, no one cares. We're all Lakers fans. Like, who even is this guy? Kids, 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 kids. Kids. This guy was. Uh, is that important. LeBron James? No. Is that Anthony Davis? No. We no, don't care. Listen, 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 boys and girls. He was a huge part of Microsoft. No, I hate Microsoft. My teacher makes me do my PowerPoints on it. Yo, they probably dislike Balmer. Now that I'm thinking about it out loud. Balmer's sick. Yeah. Completely. Anyway, so obviously Kawhi introduced it. And AJ here had a take. I think Nick Nurse was a huge reason as to why he left. I don't think it was. How much did you read into this? I didn't read into it. Just any time he was asked questions as to why he came to the Clippers, one of the first things he said was coaching pedigree. And he kept talking about Doc. And this is my theory. This is my theory. First off, the fact that he wanted Paul George, a player which he said is equal to him, even though he's a touch above. I think... What he likes having the comfort of, hey, if I have an off night, who's gonna help me carry this load? Whereas when you really don't know with the Raptors, or it's like one day him, one day him, there's just uncertainty. Yeah. There's discomfort. <clears throat> and what I think the problem was is when you have a coach like Pop, who really builds you and like just is the best there is, right? And like the best in the game right now. And you go to Nick Nurse, and his initial response with everything is... Give it to Kawhi. Yeah, Kawhi, I'm just going to let you do you. Yo, like, good, good athletes in anything want to be critiqued. They want to reach that next level. And just having you do your own thing 
doesn't necessarily it's not the fastest way to get there you know so i i think that was a huge part of it like Kawhi wanted to be coached he wanted to have a reliable crime partner and i think nick nurse's hey let's just run this through Kawhi. whatever he feels like doing wherever he wants his touches da 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 Kawhi is all like okay um no like i trust myself but uh i i, I don't want to be the only opinion you know no player like yeah, like no player should 100% think they're making the right decision every single time. Like you shouldn't hesitate whenever you're making decisions, but you should obviously welcome like more high basketball minds into your offensive and defensive schemes. Mm-hmm. So I think that was it. I think he just wanted a smarter coach is what it's like. Because always he brought up coaching pedigree. He thanked the fans. He thanked the players. He thanked the medical staff. He thanked the doctors for crying out loud like who that delivered his child he thanked the kawine and dine people he thanked the parade which was trash i guess from his vantage point it was sick but it was trash okay i didn't really hear him thank no he, he told he said raptors players if you don't need anything just call me up same with coaches <clears throat> i think that coaches like i don't i just never heard I don't know. All right, here's my here's my take. Obviously, you could be correct. Obviously, this is all speculation from both of our parts. None yeah. of us have really like, a confirmed idea. But I got sources, Rohan. What are you saying? Who's your source? I can't disclose my sources. Are you Stephen A. or something? <clears throat> nope. Speaking of, I'll get to that later. <laughs> I think I know where this is going, but okay. Um. Anyway, so basically, yeah, I have I have my stuff planned out. Anyway, so with Kawhi, there were a lot of reasons as to why I think he went to the Clippers. Obviously, one, he wanted to go back home. He was very transparent about that even when he requested the trade from San Antonio. He was even talking about it, how like when you play at home, your family and your friends can come and watch you. Yeah. I don't think that was ever anything that he could have gotten in Toronto. Yeah. I think, as you said, you hit it on the spot. Like, even if Nick Nurse was the coach of the Toronto of the Clippers, I still think he would have gone there. Because Doc is a better coach based on what we've seen. But they got Paul George because there was no, like, it was one and it was a very clear two in the Raptors. I, I think what it was, uh, we no, first off, actually, we don't have a very clear two. We have a tier of twos. That's but what I mean. we never knew who the I mean. two was on any given night. I think, you know, whoever got Paul George would have got Kawhi is the way I see it. Yeah. Um, but I think he was he was or happy KD or Kyrie. that the Clippers, well, like, they were gone. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah. like, that night, yeah. which had happened, I think it was whoever got PG that night is getting Kawhi, whether it be the Raptors or the Clippers. But I think he was happy that the Clippers ended up winning. Yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? For sure, for sure. And, yeah, just... Yeah, he probably wanted more consistent help. And I don't think the Raptors are going to get that. I genuinely think the coaching was was a huge part of it. And I think Kawhi is smart enough to realize that Siakam is a talent, but he's an idiot. So (laughs) I think that was a huge part of it. I think even Uncle Dennis can see that. Uncle Dennis. (laughs) Apparently, he was doing a bunch of stuff that broke the CBA. Well, none of that's been confirmed. A lot of people also speculate that that's just like people getting angry, you know, that they are jealous. Yeah, facts. Trying to create turmoil. All right. Call out shoutouts. Let's go. So I have a couple for both. Yeah. I wanna call out um 
whoever thought it would be okay start calling Booger McFarland Booger. Do you know who that is? No. He, he's a NFL. He's a former NFL player. He was on first take a couple of times to talk about football. Oh, I think His Twitter is yeah. literally ESPN Booger. That's true. Like, that's the that's thing you pick out of your nose. Booger. Booger McFarland. Either his parents gave to him, who I am calling out, a friend gave <laughs> to him, who I'm calling out. That's not a real whoever. friend, bro. That's not a real friend. This man is known as Booger McFarland. First of all, McFarland is a funny name anyways. Booger McFarland. Who, like, what? <laughs> Booger McFarland. Booger McFarland, please come to the principal's office. Like, damn, man. I'm calling his whoever him. I'm calling whoever they're out. Yeah. I am calling out and shouting out ESPN. I'm calling them out. The YouTube account. Or, or first take, or yeah, whatever. I'm calling them out for whoever decided to keep putting Ryan Hollins every single day, even though every single video was getting three times the amount of dislikes compared to likes. It doesn't matter views or views when it comes to that. Bro, it was so like, funny. Hey, every like, time I would go on a Ryan Hollins video, I would always just automatically, even if nothing was being said, it was like an ad, just go to the comments. <laughs> and just see what everyone say, and then oh, become just like who just went straight to the comments, and it's like, yeah, I want to call them out for doing that. I want to shout them out at the same time. They brought on Marcus Spears, and yes, Booger McFarland, who both like, obviously Booger isn't a very good bas- oh, basketball. He doesn't really talk about it. Marcus has some pretty good basketball takes when he's covered. Obviously, he's not as good for SDNA, but. I think it's definitely a much better conversation compared to what you would have between like Ryan Holland and Max or Ryan and Dominic, Dominic or any of these guys. Yes, yeah, I think I am calling out Stephen A. This man Stephen A. was here for two days, got called <laughs> the human embodiment of the Cowboys, and dipped. Good. <laughs> and dipped. Where did you go? <laughs> he went to cry in the shower. That was Bro, so funny. <laughs> the human embodiment of the. Who said that? It was either Booger or Marcus. They just pointed at him. They're like, yeah, you're the human embodiment of the, of the Cowboys. And they, you know what? Will has been doing a surprisingly good job yeah. on the Stephen A. Smith show. I'm yeah. giving that. I don't watch it, but Will is a pretty sick guy. Yeah. Well, it depends. Like, this man's very hit or miss. Yeah, he really is. He's very hit or miss. Um, I love his interactions with with Ryan Hollins because everyone treat oh. like everyone's joking with Ryan Hollins because they all think he's an idiot, but Will they don't show it. Fist Will the face fully type of- makes it makes it very clear that he thinks that Ryan's an idiot. He hates him. Yeah. Good. Thank all right. You. What are we saying? Call out. Um, all this talk about Doc's pedigree, championship coach. Duh, duh, duh. I have nothing against Doc, but I do want to point out that I think the the Celtics team that won that chip. Yeah. Yo. I don't think I've seen any sports franchise or, or like sports team ever milk a championship that much. Yeah. Yo, every time they're together, just like hashtag champions, hashtag family, hashtag. But maybe they're just trying to like stick it to Ray Allen. I really don't know. Yeah. But these guys milked that one chip so hard bro yeah. big baby is showing up on kg's like area 21 thing you know like yo i <laughs> i can't i, oh, I want to call out one more person uh-huh carlos boozer four 
He got waved. Oh, from his big three. His big three. This guy got waved in retirement. Oh my. This is karma for what you did. Greg Oden is doing better than him right now. There was, I don't remember. There is a, this is one of the reasons why no one likes Rob Palenka. He was the agent for Carlos Boozer and he took advantage of some owner. I don't remember who or someone who is in a very disadvantaged position. This is karma. You're getting waved by a retirement league where Ryan Hollins is still able to play. Just Ryan Hollins in one season in the big three has more minutes than his entire NBA career. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Yo, okay, shout out. Because yeah. I, I, I got to bring some positive. Yo, it's, it, even my shout out is a call out. But um, I want to shout out TNT because they have officially gotten rid of the players only segment. Oh my on- god! <laughs> We're taking movements here. Oh my! God. Thank you. They listen to us. See, this they listen. This is what I mean. Get rid of players. People Yo. are focused on the wrong movements entirely. Yep. Like this. Like turn your attention to the things that really matter. Like. Any movement that you could think of politically is nowhere near as important as getting rid of God-forsaking players only. Like, who watched it? It was so bad, bro. It was like Weber, was Boris, Boris Diaw, I think. Bro, I don't even or, know. no, sorry, Baron Davis, Isaiah know. Thomas. I, Isaiah's okay. I'll give Isaiah Isaiah's Thomas. Isaiah's okay. Everyone I'll give Isaiah. Who was watching that? <laughs> They didn't even bring back Kevin McHale. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? You could have at least brought him back. No, but to be fair, he's a commentator for them now. <sighs> yeah, fair enough. Yo, I, I don't... Yo. <laughs> it might even my shout-out as a call-out. I don't know. I feel like I want a legit shout-out, but nothing comes to mind. Like, I want to put some positivity out there. I want to put some love. Who did I... Sh- oh, yeah. I, uh, uh, I shouted that first take. Like, no, like, but that was also half call out. Yeah, you know? none of our call, none of our shout outs have been good. We've mainly just been calling people very out. Very negative people. I want to put some love in there, bro. Who I want to call out CP24 again for chasing Kawhi with a helicopter. Nice. This man was talking about it. <laughs> yeah. he, no, he was asked. You asked. asked. Yeah, but why did you do that in it the first hilarious. place? Uh, <laughs> he turns, he's like, yeah, I don't really know why people were waiting at the hotel. <laughs> like, I don't know if they thought it was going to make some big announcement. <laughs> like, bro, like you said, do you not have jobs? Yo, I've been saying it. <clears throat> okay, no, I got I got a shout out. Elon Musk. Right. Because uh, I recently just saw the Men in Black International. It, it was pretty bad. People were right. It's not a, that good of a movie. It kind of ruins Men in Black. Um, and, but they do this every, every movie where they take some celebrities and they're like, oh, this person's an alien, good meme. And the second the movie started, I turned to my brother, I'm like, yo, bets on Elon. You know what I mean? That he has to be an alien. And I assume like maybe not originally, but now they might just like maybe send something to some of their like people be like, yo, by the way, you cool with this? I, I don't know how it works. I think they do that now. And if Elon was game, like, thank you. That, that was the best scene in the movie. Because Elon has got a good sense of humor. He can laugh at himself. Oh, definitely. And I respect that. Yeah. Anyways, this has been... Do you have anything else you want to talk about? No, bro. Rabonas and crossovers. It's, that's life. Yeah. Um, <laughs> our social media is still incoming. 
Uh, it's there. It's there. We just it's open. It's public. Is we just gotta interact with people. Remember? The problem is, is that no one watches these because there's no social media, and if no social media is done, there even if we is. plug our, even if we plug our social media in the podcast, we're the only ones listening to the no, podcast. Yeah, I know what you mean. We need to interact with other people through the social yeah. media. We'll just put it out there one more time. Twitter is at Robonas N. You know, like short for and so at Rabona's and cross uh, our Reddit. Well, it's Reddit is private. You can't really find it. But yeah. And our YouTube channel, <clears throat> Rabona's and crossovers. Yeah, there's nothing really going to be there for some time. Yeah. Oh, our video. Okay. Well, whatever. We're, uh, we're going to start commenting. I want to interact with other people like us. We got to we, we gotta make some friends in the community. But yeah, I think it's good. So this has been Rabona's and crossovers. We will... See you guys, or talk to you guys next week. Take care. See you.